This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And you're listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to talk about your life, your money, and your investments. We're coming to you, as always, from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. And I urge you, as always, to come. Get on a plane. Drop what you're doing at an instant and come to Israel. Come to live in Israel. Come to visit Israel. Just think, Israel, Israel, Israel. That's what it's about. Anyway, get any comments or questions, feel free to send me an email at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman, that's A-A-R-O-N-K-A-T-S-M-A-N, aaronkatzman.com. So, now as a public service, I want to give you, the listener, three common money mistakes that you should avoid. These are mistakes that people make all the time. And I want to make sure that you avoid those mistakes. It's very, very important. So I'm going to date myself, but one of my very, very favorite groups, musical groups out there is none other than ABC. Remember ABC? (laughs) Anyway, oh my God, I can see people are just rolling their eyes, shaking their head. And they're like, oh my God, we respected you until now. And now that you let us know that one of your, I didn't say it's my favorite group. That'd be a flock of seagulls. And then I just lost. The other half of you just probably turned off your computer because, oh my God, like what's this guy's taste in music? Anyway, ABC had a song and it was how to be, how to be a millionaire. I'm not going to sing, but how to be a millionaire. And the word, some of the lyrics were like this. I've seen the future. I can't afford it. Tell me the truth, sir. Someone just bought it. Say, Mr. Whispers, here come, here come the click of dice. Roulette and blackjack, gonna build us a paradise. What words? Now you know I love them. That is classic, right? We're gonna build us a paradise through roulette and blackjack. Because you can't, you've seen the future and you can't afford it. Does that not sound like your own personal financial situation? Tell, tell me the truth. You think ahead, you know, you think out there and like, oh my God, I can't make it financially. Things are tough. So I'm just going to sort of give up and I'm going to gamble my way to fortunes. I'm going to play the lottery as my plan for long-term wealth building. That sounds familiar, right? You see, so ABC was forward looking. I told you they were a good group. So many people who I speak to are concerned about the future, but they say, I can't deal with, I can't deal with retirement planning. I can't think it's so far away. I want to pay, you know, for my daughter's birthday party. My daughter's turning 16. I want to buy her a car, a sweet 16 party with a car as a present with a bow around it, right? When I can't think about the future because I've got the here and now. So while planning your finances can be intimidating, don't think the solution lies in a pair of dice, whether you're playing roulette or you're playing a deck of cards with blackjack, right? That's not the way to do it. That's not your ticket. I didn't say lottery tickets this time. It's not your ticket to wealth. You're not going to go to Vegas and become a multimillionaire. And chances are if you do, and why not, you'll lose it the next night. (laughs) And you'll have to hawk that Seiko 
that your mother-in-law bought for you as a wedding gift or whatever. Okay? So, number one, I'm in control. Recently, I met with a a pretty well-off accountant who was visiting his kids here in Israel, actually. We we, We met. And he wanted to meet with me because he wasn't so thrilled with his current advisor in the in the U.S. He told me that his old old broker that he'd worked with for decades retired, and he got some new one assigned over to him who never even bothered calling him, he never bothered to getting to know him. And he told me that he's super busy, right? He's got a very very big practice, and he used to rely on his old broker to call him with interesting ideas, you know for his portfolio and just give him what general updates what's going on with the market. The accountant was also disappointed with his new, with his investment returns and thought that he should have performed better just based on broadly how the market had been performing over that same period. So when I asked him why he hadn't transferred his account to a different firm, he said that he was super busy and didn't have the time to do it. Okay. So what's the problem? Stop running on autopilot, right? Stop inertia stop the inertia take control and make sure that your money is being invested efficiently doesn't mean you have to be a do-it-yourself investor you don't have to open up an online account and all of a sudden start picking stocks you don't have to do it but you do want to keep in touch with your advisor on a regular basis to make sure things are doing what they're supposed to be doing based on your financial situation now keep in mind your financial situation is dynamic what your situation was five years ago isn't what it is going to be today. You know, it's really interesting. I met with somebody yesterday who is getting a very large inheritance. Their father was, their, their, I think their mother, excuse me, was very, very old and left them a lot of money. And that money was invested almost exclusively in CDs and time deposits. And the person came to me and they said, well, what should I do? I said, well, what are your goals? What are your needs? I mean, you're, you know, you're 30. <laughs> you know, you haven't even started, you haven't started a family yet. You just got, the person just got married a couple of, a couple of months ago and tragically um, their parent passed away. So I said, well, let's define what it is you're trying to do. I mean, you're, you know, you're 30. You certainly don't need a bunch of deposits paying you 1%. You know, you guys should think for the long term and develop a real plan, right? So that's taking control. They didn't, he didn't say, well, you know, I want to start buying. I know what stocks to buy. That's not the point, right? That's just sort of filling it in. The first thing you have to do is really define your goals and your needs. And then you take control of the situation and then you create an allocation, an asset allocation to enable you to achieve what it is to do. The investing part, believe it or not, is actually sort of the easier part. But taking control of your situation is what you need to do. And remember that as times change, as you change, your investments should change along with you. You're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman, on Israel News Talk Radio. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to send me an email at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il, or check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. We are speaking about three common mistakes to avoid, financial mistakes to avoid. Okay, number one is letting inertia take over, right? You've got to start taking control of your situation. Right. Number two, don't think that you need to already be rich. We spoke about this previously. I can't tell you how many people tell me that they're delaying investing because they think they don't have enough money. They won't meet, meet the minimum that the, the, the specific advisor requires. Right. If you don't, they think if they don't have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, there's nobody to talk to. 
A person recently told me that he has about forty forty five thousand dollars invested a well known firm, but he doesn't know how the money's invested. And then we went through his portfolio. We found that his investment really weren't appropriate for his current situation, right? And the, basically, the person had wasted about seven or eight years of investing time. When I asked him why he never called me before, he said that he ne- he heard that there's no advisor that would take that kind of money. So keep in mind, there are all kinds of advisors out there. There are even robo-advisors where, you know, you get some kind of a computer-generated model based on your on your risk profile. That's even better. I don't think that's fantastic because I think people should have a human touch. But that's a lot better than, you know, thinking that, you know, I'm just going to let my money sit doing nothing for me because I don't have enough, right? That's not smart. Get your money working for you. Be smart about it. Don't think that you've got too little money to be effective. You've got to start, right? You've got to start somewhere. It's really important to keep that in mind. You've got to start somewhere. Mistake number three is that people have, I know so many people who have multiple investment accounts with different firms and nobody's paying attention to how they're all being invested, whether it's based on performance or whether it's well, are, are, are all, is all this money together, the aggregate, is it really in line with the goals and the needs of the specific client? You know, your financial advisor should be like your own personal CFO, chief financial advisor, officer, excuse me. When a client has various accounts around the world, his advisor should be sitting on top of his entire situation. Somebody needs to. The professional will not just focus on one account like a local, you know, investment manager but should assess everything and see how the entire financial situation fits the client's goals and needs. Now, this is really important for investors who have accounts abroad, outside the U.S., but live in Israel or live in Singapore or live in Dubai or live in London. If you've got sort of that international profile, you really need somebody sitting on top making sense of everything. You know, while the investor may have been able to juggle everything when he lived in closer proximity to his advisors, now that he lives in Israel or anywhere else outside the United States, it becomes much harder for him to get his hands around coping with multiple currencies and the entire global investment um, situation. Okay, so if you want to get your finances on more solid ground, try to avoid these mistakes, and you're going to be on your way to building a financial paradise. What are the mistakes again? Right? Don't um, stop paying. And make sure you pay attention if you've got international accounts all over the place. Somebody's got to sit on top of it. Have a, your own personal financial CFO. Don't think you need to be rich to get started. You could start with any amount of money. And don't let inertia take over. Right? Take control of your own situation. Make sure that your money is working efficiently for you and that it's in line, in tune with providing a solution for your goals and your needs, right? Keep in mind that what's good for you might not be good for you know your neighbor. And as such, you take control of your own situation. Don't let anybody else you know tell you what you need to do. You do it yourself. But you can do it. You don't have to be a do-it-yourself investor. You can work with a financial advisor and clearly define your goals and your needs. You're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show on Israel News Talk Radio. Email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il or check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. We'll see you next time.